Love this podcast? Support this show through the supporter feature from Acast. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Black and Tans come out and fight me like a man. Number one in the UK and Ireland. Hello, welcome to this week's Snowcast. <laughs> it, it has to be one of the greatest weeks in like Irish nationalism history. Like. <laughs> yeah. A hundred years after the t- Black and Tans burned down Cork City. Come out you Black and Tans number one in the UK charts. Like. Amazing. R- right after the, dreams, the like. what was it, RIC commemoration got absolutely shot down. Yeah. Shafted. Um, anyway, look, the boys are here tonight. <laughs> what an intro. Uh, uh, the boys are here tonight in Grady's Yard in Waterford. Uh, it's myself and DJ, as usual. Yep. And we're joined tonight by Tommy. Hi, lads. Uh, Tommy, what's this? Your it's been a year since Tommy second, was on. Yeah, yeah. I think it's been a year. Yeah, it was yeah. January, yeah. It was the only episode we did in January last well, year. all those legal issues have been going on now. Yeah, it's last home. Friday, yeah. <laughs> 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 Kicked out of the UK. <laughs> <laughs> you actually started off the Kamochi Black and Tans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Big marketing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and we're also joined here by Ollie Sharp. Two weeks in a row. Two weeks in a row. Two podcasts. Two, in a row. Yeah, definitely. Two, two definitely weeks. Two yeah. weeks. It's been about a month since we've got here. So <laughs> yeah. uh, yeah. Look, happy New Year, happy Christmas. So look, here, look, 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 happy New Year's. Cheers. Good luck, lads. Good luck, good luck, good luck, good luck. That's lovely. Actually. I know, like, normally we go to what are you drinking tonight, but just looking there, my drink is actually kind of black and tan. Mm. Yeah, very. It funny. actually is. They wouldn't want to call it that now. Like, I don't yeah, think I think they've got they've, they've called it red noir, but they, like they could have went for that. Actually, there's a. Um, Ben and Jerry's ice cream. There's a Ben and Jerry's ice cream called the Black and Tan, isn't yeah. there? No, yeah. it's called Bloody Sunday, or no? Jesus what? Someone <laughs> no, someone. Had... No, that was um. What was that? That was was a KFC or McDonald's? It was a fast food chain. Did a did a an ice cream. Was it or Portugal? Portugal is yeah, right. Yes, it is. The, the Bloody Sunday. The Bloody Sunday. It was an ice cream. Yeah. yeah. For like Halloween or something. Was it? I'm, oh, zo- yeah, I'm yeah. zooming. It was like strawberry syrup and yeah, yeah. vanilla ice cream. 
It wasn't like a massacre in the pub in Derry or like, <laughs> oh, people shooting up pro car. <laughs> just, an, just another reason why we shouldn't commemorate the Black and Tans or the RIC or the DNP. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> sure. Look, actually, let's go to that. Let's yeah. uh, go to what are you drinking tonight? So I'm drinking red noir. Uh, a yellow belly classic dark. It's a very dark red ale. Like it literally does look black and tan in this line. Um, it's really nice. It's it's a it's just a good strong red ale. It's like um, it's it's like Smithix but with a bigger kick to it, a maltier kick. Maltier kick. Yeah, and I think Smithix like three point nine percent. I think this is four. It's in around the same percentage as well. Yeah. It's good, it's lovely actually, yeah. Nice nice January drink. I love that red ale we had up in Costello's. That was incredible. That was very nice. Yeah. That? that was Costello's. incredible. Costello's, yeah. It's in, um, it, well, it's their brewery in Kilkenny. Kilkenny. Oh, yeah. Um, but, yeah geez, that was they hosted the Kilkenny Beer Festival last year. They hosted every year yeah. and they had a soap and they had a red ale. Fucking delicious. Um, really, really good. Uh, there's some good red ales out there. Some really good red ales out there. Red, red, red and red. <laughs> 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 yeah. They're big enough, I still have <laughs> uh, A really good jab, but it's, it's a tasty drink. Uh, Yellow Belly, they, they had it out. It was one of their staples for a long while. And then they, they actually weren't doing it for a little bit, but it's back out now. Michal here is telling me they have 10 kegs out the back, so. Yeah. Plenty of spice. It's kind of, amongst like, our group of friends, it's kind of been a resurgence of Smittics, like, hasn't it? Yeah. Like, you, never, you never would have, like, during college and growing up and stuff, like you would never have heard anyone yeah. drinking smithies. We're getting out now though, and it's a real old man's drink. Yeah, yeah. by the fire. Yeah. yeah. And what was it uh, in, is it J&K Welch's where you have, is it uh, smithies with the Guinness head? <coughs> Spinach with a Guinness head. Spinach with a Guinness head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we had that on a, an episode that we deleted. Did we? Rightfully. Rightfully. Legal issues again. Yeah, yes. yeah. And you weren't even there that night. No. Yeah. <laughs> Same lawyer though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We got a two for one deal. So, oh, and what are you drinking yourself? No, we go we go the other way around. Ollie, what are you drinking? Ah, he's taking the toy. I love it. Snooze button again, two weeks in a row, apparently. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, it's still caramelly and still pretty tasty from the last time I had it, so I tell you, stick with it and enjoy it. Safe after. More stout season, so yeah. until we start hitting the summer now or spring, I won't be moving. Good stuff, good stuff. Yeah. Tommy, you're on the glue show. Yeah, I'm on a Meisel's Voice. Yeah, it's grand. What is it? Meisel's Voice. Voice. All right, alcohol free. Right, yeah. So yeah, you are, you are, and what's it like? It's grand, yeah. At the start it was horrible, but uh, <laughs> it's really, it's right. on him. Yeah, I was eat, I was drinking and eating kind of very quickly, so I'm kind of settled now. So yeah, yeah. All right. that, that should be their tagline. Yeah, wrong <laughs> not to start, but once you get over that, <laughs> it's a grower, not a shower. Yeah. 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 And I am on a lovely, beautiful glass of water. Point of water, I suppose. There, you're, you're driving tonight. I'm also driving tonight, um, but I'm not only driving tonight. I'm also partaking for the first year ever in dry January. Oh really? Yeah. I know. I know. I'm getting looks. I'm getting looks here now. Oh look, fair play to you. Like, actually, this is my. This, uh, well, this is my second point of the year. The, the, the point before was my first point of yeah. the year as well. I have made it a third of the way through. Generally, very proud of myself. Yeah, yeah. How are you finding it? Uh, well, like. I was, like, I was actually fine. I was fine until we came in here tonight. And then, as, as soon as we came in here, we said it loads of times on the podcast before that this 
place is one of the most inviting openings to a bar ever where you come in and you're hit with 20 taps or something here in Grady's like, Yard in Grady's Yard yeah where you're just you come in and you see all those colours and those taps right in front of you and you're drawn to it and, and, and we were saying as well like it is that thing of like oh what will I have tonight here and you go along and you're like each of the taps is like a menu and you're going along yeah. you're, you're choosing it and I got that little surge of energy when I came in I was like fuck what will I go what will I have tonight and then the back of your palette was like fucking dancing. I know it was, it was, it was. But But your look, like, in fairness, we'll probably come on to dry January and and those kind of things a bit more detail later on, but I will say, like, uh, I I suppose it probably depends a lot on how much you had to drink over Christmas as well. So, uh, yeah, look, we'll just start that topic, right? Well, we'll kick into it, sorry. We'll kick into it, right? Uh, So, just the first topic of the night is... Uh, we'll say dry January 1st we're, we're going to link it into another yeah. thing anyway but uh, dry January 1st uh, has anybody else here ever done dry January? no 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 I told no. About it, but no yeah I, I think yeah. yeah I inadvertently nearly did it one year yeah like I was sick and yeah. I spent about three or four weeks like bad like not, not great and uh, I inadvertently nearly just accidentally didn't do it and then I think like once I felt fine again, I just went on a raz. Yeah. But yeah. I, that wasn't intentional. So, I'll tell you the reasons. Well, the reason I suppose I'm doing it this year is that um, I had an absolutely horrific Christmas <laughs> on the points. Like, I was out. I'd say everybody, everybody was, but like, I did the absolute dog on it. Like, yeah. Over Christmas. Out every single night and like pints and pints and pints. And like, just body just felt absolutely horrendous there on the 31st like I could barely stay stay awake for a New Year's Eve like I was, my body was like shutting down like yeah. and you just needed to so I was saying that but also another reason like don't get me wrong I would go on the on the piss out this month like you know you could have a week off and be feeling grand like I'm feeling grand now like fucking yeah. straight back on it but <clears throat> also what's happened every other year is that I've had an event or something on in January uh <coughs> that like I've just been like gosh there's no point in doing it because I'm definitely going to be drinking at that 30th yeah, yeah. or that like Eight that 30th or going skiing or whatever like I've just like yeah. I've always had something on there that, that I'm always like ah oh, look there's no point in doing it like you know literally just thrown in the towel before you even go for it but like but this year we have Darren Stag in End of February end of February right? yeah. you know? and we'll have to build up to that like I mean I'll have to, I'll have to uh, definitely after yeah. this but yeah, like I, I think like this year it has fallen well for me to actually give the lash like. So here we are, the what, 9th of January. <laughs> on the the bench, 9th of January, yeah. it is quarter past eight. But you're a third, like you're a third of the way there, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like by the middle of next week you'll be halfway there. Yeah. It's just the weekends as well, like, do you know what I mean? If you get over like, <laughs> yeah. a dry weekend, yeah. dry Saturday night. It's funny though, I don't I don't tend to drink too much on the weekends. Really? Yeah, normally doing something with herself, like, just buffed a few pints in yeah. the towers and do a few bits. Yeah. But that, that being said, actually, that's probably a lie. I probably tell myself I don't, and I end up, like, going for pints with Neil's dad most weekends. Yeah. <laughs> now that I think about it, but, yeah, it's... It's actually funny, so, uh, Kira's, <coughs> uh, there's a, two of Kira's friends, uh, Maureen and Andy, who are, he's, uh, he's a Kiwi, and she's from Kerry, but, so they're going out there, up in, uh, they're living up in Dublin, Oh, must have them down to the house and whatever. So uh, I was there like as soon as she said like, we have them down to the house. And I said what weekend? 
goes, oh, I was thinking there the 25th of January. <sighs> I was like, are you serious? Are you fucking serious? Like, I can't. I was like, kicking off in the house. Like, every time. Smashing every, windows. Yeah. Every time we go out with them, like, it is your right <laughs> Like, yeah. Like, um, I mean, you barely make it up the stairs. I'm not trying to neighbours door. Like, <laughs> I'm not saying that, like, you know, you, you'll, you'll succumb to the pressure on the 25th. But at the same time, too, like, 25 days isn't too bad. No, but so Kira came back to like, actually, they're on the drive as well, and they're going to be driving down and driving back up, so they're just going to do hike or some shot like what, what do you, yeah what's what's a sober activity like what I think a hike's a good thing to do though isn't it like is it yeah yeah it's fun <laughs> yeah. walk I don't walk. know yeah. flask well, like, a tear with you or something you could do that yeah what do you do like I don't know we could get um, lunch in the happy pair then we started Again, deja vu. Is this 20, January 2019 again? Did you, uh, to think, the thing with that though is, I actually see Brizzy tweeting today about. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, came up, it came up my timeline before you start on him. It came up my timeline um, today that he tweeted about there's a lack of cafes in Dublin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <coughs> now, part of me wanted to turn around and reply back to him saying, like, Try fucking going to any other parts of the country outside the M50, like. But I suppose what he was trying to get at was what do you do if you're not drinking, like. Is there um, <coughs> sober bar like? There is a zero pub, the Virgin yeah. Mary. Yeah, yeah. won some awards, I think, for its cocktails. Yeah. You think though, like that, like, <laughs> mocktails. Yeah. yeah. You think though that like a really successful bar would be if they like pushed both like half and half like you know had a huge uh like not alcoholic menu like yeah. made it like as prominent or you know pushed it as much like mm. so that you could have a good mix like you know because otherwise you have a hopeful it's over people yeah do you know what else you can do though no one's talking to each other saying the rosary yeah. <laughs> but you can just have the two pubs side by side and the swinging door between them so like yeah Someone could sneak off and have a few alcoholic cocktails and come back to yeah, their sober mates. Yeah, it's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I used to be carried home from the Virgin Mary. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I try, like I was intrigued by Jay January because it's kind of like it's one of the bleakest months. So I can see why people don't want to drink because obviously alcohol is present and stuff. But a lot of people are skinned after Christmas. Uh, yeah. yeah, it's like a it's a different month, but you know, it's, yeah. you know, cut back on everything. I suppose See, people- that's the thing. I, that's the thing I hate about January is when people go absolutely ballistic on everything, right? And they go, "Well, I'm going to the gym every single morning. Yeah. I'm going to eat vegan only. I'm yeah. not going to drink." And they go way too much, and then you just have complete crash out there. Yeah, the first of everything. The first of February is gone. Yeah. 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 Spend the same bridges saying the cocaine and heroin. Yeah. Well I've everything to bad, please. Yeah. yeah. I don't know, I just I don't get that mentality of like being a It's not realistic, like, It's not realistic, so, it's not maintainable. It's, like. it's not healthy either. Too many self help books at Christmas yeah. like, so. <laughs> <laughs> Tony Robbins in the stocking or whatever like. Or fucking speaking to your mate Brizzy. Yeah. Did you ever try and listen to his mindfulness podcast? No, I wouldn't. He, he, he like, brought. He, I, I, <laughs> I, 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 I threw the first one on just to kind of see yeah. what it was about, and it was this mad layout where it was him talking really fast with like street traffic noises in the background, yeah. and, and I was kind of like, 
Surely if you're trying to be anxiety. I was getting a complete fear like just yeah. listening to this show because he was talking 100 mile an hour. Yeah. And he was talking about slowing your day down, but he was doing it really fast with a load of like traffic. Yeah. It's like he was in fucking Manhattan or something. Yeah. yeah. I thought it was a little shite to be honest. Didn't yeah. work at all with me. I think a lot of it, a lot of the celebs never find these like meditation, like, like whatever. Yeah. But like they're trying, what are they, I don't know, a talk through or whatever. Well, sure, like, to a be meditation fair, like, session, like just, just doing like a podcast or something like that. They're not going to try a podcast out of a pub though, because that's like, that's, that's aced already. Like, that's taken. That that's taken. That market is If anyone does. <laughs> we have the lawyers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The right. next pub you're buying in won't have any furniture, it'll be bought by a certain auctioneer. <laughs> <laughs> so, right, to move on from dry January. <laughs> <Port Leash. coughs> Ollie, what are you? What are you? What are you? Your thoughts? Oh, sorry, 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 sorry. What are your thoughts on Dre January? Uh, well, uh, I don't know. I'm not partaking, but I'm doing Dre January of sorts. I'm uh, no, but no, like no, not crisps, like pretty much. I'm doing like, <laughs> early but, but I'm actually, I'm, but I'm actually trying to do it instead of fucking nothing. I need for Lent. So I said, like Christmas is just full of shit, really, and feeling shit and. So I was like, you know what, this month now I'll just try and cut back on all processed foods and eat healthier and exercise more and just kind of... I was going to say Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah but we all now put his like, you know, heart and soul into it and it's all good ingredients, so I suppose, you know. <laughs> Top of mayonnaise is empty as well. Yeah, no, no, the odd uh, guilty pleasures allowed, but... Uh, the, I sure like snooze button is plant-based, isn't it? Like, absolutely, like it's just, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's clean, healthy drinking. Pint, yeah. Uh, I don't know, it's just not su- sustainable doing no. it anyway, it just doesn't. No, you're not going to live like that. Like, no, you know, no, you're what, not, but like... What's the point in, like, I don't know, doing it for... But like, I made my positive lifestyle changes recently in November. Mm. It was grand, like. Mm. So I've just yeah. maintained going to the gym. Well, I don't do it then. Or yeah, that's like, right. Yeah. I, I don't need, I don't, I don't need a change of a year to yeah. fucking do it. Yeah, but it's some not, people do, some people think that, mm. you know like new year new start now it mightn't last fucking the whole year or ever it might only last three weeks but i i, I think that everyone bashing yeah. a new year as a new start is, is bollocks really because someone needs to start somewhere if, if I a new year too. means a new year means they have to maybe change their lifestyle go to the gym everyone should be supporting those but, but i suppose the thing is if you're coming at it from that angle i don't know like it's, it's this sustainability thing whereas like but i sure. basically i basically caught myself in a mirror out the corner of my eye in november it's like fuck this now like you've literally spent your 20s putting on weight yeah like fucking yeah just calm down on the grub a bit and go to the gym again but, like, that, but that that's was your that was your the corner the corner you turned yeah. was cash myself in the mirror. what if first january so uh, yeah. like, fucking do you know, well, I think I, I, I think I, like I think people do see the new year as a new start, but we're, we're, what we're saying is you, you just have to realistically change your lifestyle. Absolutely, I want to eat healthier. Yeah. And I can have a I can have a cheat meal, or I'm going to fall Absolutely. off the wagon every now and again. But I'm just going to try and maintain healthiness, and I'm going to go to the gym once a week, even or whatever. The, yeah, uh, like you know, but I'm just maintain well, that. Everything in moderation. Yeah, exactly. Just, yeah, like improve your lifestyle by just changing small things and, and over a course of fucking two but months takes, whatever it, it is ta- it takes 20, it take 21 days to form a habit yeah. that's what there's apparent all the psychologists say 21 days is when you reset your mindset so like I suppose like if you're doing a dry January or a cleanse in January grand is 31 days 
But I suppose the problem is then is if you go and say February then the problem you have then is February people blow off with the steam. Then all of a sudden March like you've got Paddy is there. Yeah. Before you know it. Come here, I'm not saying yeah, that the day from January fucking. Good, all, the pubs are on a good Friday yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But like you know, it, it's <laughs> the bashing of New Year resolutions ah. is, is, is bullshit really. I think we like, bashed New Year's resolutions last year as well though. But yeah. like yeah. why is it? Like, this is our annual actually, resolution. Actually, actually, I'm having a flashback. <laughs> We had Tommy on last year. We bashed a happy pair of vegans and and, 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 and New Year's resolutions. Brizzy by the chance. That was a great episode. I thought that was going. Yeah. Actually, we called that episode Hitler's favorite beer, so it's also going to be a good one. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I just yeah. It's no, people, right. people deserve to have their like. Yeah, if, yeah. If, if this is what they need to make a change, and if it doesn't last, it doesn't last. That's that's their problem. It doesn't fall on anyone else. But. Yeah, us sitting here around the table fucking after having greasy rope and saying you know what the one there that fucking decided that January was the month she's going to go to the gym and she lasts three weeks why should we fucking no, but you're, you're right in the sense but I, I'm just saying just because yours is in November yeah but I think if you're saying it's 2020 now I'm going to cop on it's the sustainability about it like there's no point in doing a dry January, a cleansing January, and then going back to your old habits in February. I totally agree with you. I think if you're going to set a goal for yourself, it's, it's, you should follow it. It's, it's almost like you're going from one extreme to another. Yeah, yeah, that's Whereas it. it's, it's, I think what you're saying, the small steps thing is, is there. Everything to like take. cutting out, like going home at fucking 11 o'clock after having points versus going home at three or you know like yeah. eating well eating well four or five nights of the week and then getting does the ball, you know what I mean does the balls where you spend November and December going into a gym and now when you go on to log into a class of the app to book down for the next week yeah. that's the thing that's so, the thing yeah because yeah, they say they say <coughs> the gym wise anyway everything returns to normal levels in March like you're saying like, yeah. like all that flux just yeah, the usuals are back in there all the usuals yeah, yeah. Um, the only thing I'd say about the, the gyms as well though, like that, that kind of whole sphere of people like going hell for leather in a gym and doing boot camps and stuff in January and cleanses as well is, uh, I think part of the issue with the sustainability is people go off then and do these like hell camp and boot camp and to hell and back. Yeah. When like they've been through the Christmas period, their body probably has more toxins in it than it has at any other stage yeah. of the year. Yeah. And actually, it's probably the worst thing to do it from a like survival point of view, no, a sustainability yeah. point of view. Whereas, actually, I find as well, I've, I've, I know a lot of people that say like they'd go to a fucking a gym, Miami Hall, and they'd have they'd go to some sort of boot camp, which is probably extreme. So they have a real negative experience in the gym then, mm. and they have these negative connotations about it. And then they're like, fuck this, I'm giving this up, I'm never going to a gym again. Whereas, actually, like, I, throughout my course of like playing sports and going to gyms and stuff like that, I found like, just like in every walk of life, like there's great pubs and bad pubs, there's great gyms and really bad gyms, there's yeah. great instructors and really bad instructors. So like, if someone's there and they're like, fucking, this gym is shit, your man keeps bollocking me out of it and that's not what I need. Yeah. And I'm aching and I'm fucking sweating and miserable. I'm just gonna quit like. But that, yeah. that suits some people. Yeah. Though. Like yeah, some, yeah, yeah, some yeah. people might say, oh, I actually oh, yeah, need no, someone yeah, yeah. to kick the shit out of me here yeah, to get me going. Like. But as well, like, people in January sign up to these 12-month memberships, and I'm like, you know... Do a month, and then do, do a pay as you go. Do a pay as you go, yeah. Do a pay as you go, and if you don't, don't like it, try some... fucking 300 quid when, try you, somewhere when else, realistically yeah. there's a very good chance you might be finished after six weeks. Do you know what I mean? Six days. 
there's definitely like a level of like people who seem to wise up and just you know be realistic like they're not going to carry on this lifestyle of five or six train trainings a week in gyms yeah, and then eating fucking salads you're going to be you're going to be broke up after yeah. like a month you know eating salads and not getting the proper carbohydrates and, and nutrients yeah. you need you be shocked like, I would you know if you've done no exercise at all for months exactly and then you go, right I'm exactly hell for yeah, 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 yeah. Fucking, like your body fucking break out I agree with you yeah. anyway right uh, so uh, Portlaoise Coat Club uh Kind of started a hashtag. I think they started it, did it? I don't know if he started it, but anyway, he's, he's what is it? Anyway. Oh, it's Portlaoise Pub Club. Is this fella Peter Breen who lives in Portlaoise? He set up this pub club where it's like trying to get people to go to basically like me. My miss is from Leash, and the social scene Leash is great. Like, <laughs> so he's trying to encourage like people to go go out and go socialize. to a, go to socialize, go to a pub. And then he's trying to encourage like people to drink local beers and locally produced beers oh, yeah, and all. Yeah. So like, there's actually some really good breweries in Leash, and he's going around to the pubs then, and he's trying to do this thing like wherever you are, go in and ask for your local brewery's beer, and then if people keep asking for them, they can be stocked and all this kind of stuff. So this January, he's going to be doing a, a larger, I suppose, promotion. And, uh, the hashtag around it is Triannuary. <clears throat> so uh, basically it's along those lines of going into your local pub and asking to try local pints and you know getting like try, try, something, new. try something new and like basically support local and um, I think it's good I think it's a good idea like you it's know really good, yeah. um, it's, it's a good idea with like not even drinking but <coughs> everything else like you know, try, yeah. try different foods and try different fucking yeah, put yourself out there yeah. try different gyms if you're yeah. Yeah. Shit, gym is shit yeah because I think um like well, definitely on the beer front anyway. Like it, it's like to do with like tap space, isn't it? Like yeah. here that like you know, as in you know, even if like even if there's a, like you have your mainstream uh, beers that are taken up say four year taps or whatever, and you have two or whatever left left over that like you know if you're like you could have maybe like Fosters or something there instead or whatever, you know or. I don't know some other maybe a, a German beer or something like that but like you know if you keep kind of asking for local beers and to tend to try and bring them in like you know and even I suppose like it doesn't it doesn't uh, cost them anything to that much like have stuff in the fridge as well yeah. so T- Tommy you're not long back from London what's the like in, in your experience was there much craft beer scene going on in London or did you come across it or was it like visible or uh, no, I kind of found it hard to get a craft beer because I don't know if you find in the UK that you find that obviously that a lot of, um, of the bigger breweries run uh, a lot of the pubs, yeah. so, so that like they are your landlord in the sense. So they're kind of you're beholden to them, right? So their kind of hands are held. So you have to go to fucking hipster central like Shoreditch and pay a bit above what you want to pay yeah. even for a craft beer, um, which I suppose is wrong, but. I think in kind of places that we went to, in we Bristol, like there was a decent craft 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 beer, yeah. Or at Manchester, quite good for craft beer. Yeah. Or at Liverpool, well, my experience was, was we didn't go for very cultural weekends, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> we were drinking whatever. I think I think a lot of a lot of the, with Liverpool certainly, like I've been to Liverpool a good bit, and there's actually a, a like a craft beer village on the outskirts of Liverpool, city out towards Toxet, um, towards South Liverpool. And it's, oh, what's the fucking name of it? We were there, were we? No, we weren't. No. I was, no. I was there last year. I was there last year, actually. Um, 
a couple of times there's like a live like a live event centre called On Air and there's like small little craft beer innovations there was a craft brewery there like 100 years ago like a small scale place and they've kind of kept the essence of it going but yeah if I find in Liverpool you kind of have to go to that specific centre it's like a little hipster place alright in order to get your craft beer and if you're on like a pub crawl in the city centre like you're a good bit out for yeah. that like you're about a 15 minute walk down from the Albert Dock yeah. to, to even get near it like so yeah I suppose that's the UK is probably like you say mainly dominated like Weatherspoons would be holding the pubs there and I find in Ireland though like more and more there's even more of a local pub yeah. especially in the south east you're going to get one yeah, yeah, yeah. One crap beer. Like even like metal man. Metal man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's very big. Yeah. Yeah. Well, not, not a great point, yeah. but like you know, in general, quite good. Like, well, it depends what point it is. I think. Like, I think their pale ale can be hit and miss. Not some places, but some Equinox is pretty good. good. Equinox. Calypso, Calypso is tasty. Yeah. We actually got we had our staff party there probably three or four weeks ago now, and metal man rocked up the door with two cases of like, like an Indian dark ale or something, and. Calypso, and we had him on the bus going to, we actually went to the Vicky. The Windjammer, was it? No, 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 oh, it could have been. Anyway, it was an Indian ale or something like that, and we had Calypso, and to be fair, Calypso was fantastic. Yeah. Can. It was really, really tasty, and the case was gone in fucking uh, half an hour, like, well, we were, you know, you know, in, uh, you know in the UK, do they have, they kind of have, like, a, like a kind of an old school craft Thing with like bitters and stuff, don't they? Yeah, like, it's, it's um, the, well, they have the thing, uh, um, the campaign for real ale. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. So I went to I went to it a few times, and it's um, the Ealing Beer Festival. So they go around like every every kind of area has its own yeah. branch. Did well, you like, ever meet Peter Crouch at it? No. <laughs> He's from Wait, Ealing. Did he go to it? Oh, is he? He's from Ealing, yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> you wouldn't miss him, would you? Well, it's funny when we rocked in, like, it's really cheap as well, and a lot of beers are quite strong. But all the barmen, I was like, I said to my friends, like, well, why is the average age of all the barmen about 75 plus? But they all are part of the association. So they all, they all just volunteer and oh, serve the points. Go ahead. Yeah, it's just a, That's mad, yeah. a love of the points. And, like, are they... they be awesome, 50 yeah. years. <laughs> are they then, like, local breweries? Is it, like, then that? Yeah, but, like, that, that was breweries from all over the UK, but yeah. small. Small, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I suppose there is kind of a... It's just a different... Um, like I wouldn't say there's not that there's not that same <laughs> like a lot of the craft breweries in Ireland do a lot of canning and bottling yeah. of beers like you know yeah uh, and then have you know I don't think I don't actually think taps are as big a deal for a lot of them a lot of them go for like cans and fridges and, like, like off licenses yeah. and stuff like that like the market know? of drinking at home in Ireland is huge yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. so obviously they have to exploit the market where yeah. like they can you know survive so it's yeah. Canning, thing, like you know, the 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 selection in Arkeen mm. and selection of worldwide wines is quite good for cans and bottles of craft beer. So obviously mm. they've seen that maybe taps like or even in places like Great. But Star the other thing as well is like Boston Coors and Diageo put a lot oh, of pressure on pubs yeah, to, yeah. to to sim- similar to what you're saying about the UK, Tommy. There, like they put an awful lot of pressure on like rural pubs. To but they do stop. also pay money for people to have their Produce oh, yeah, yeah. You know, Heineken pay a premium to have Heineken, Coors, Orchard Thieves, Moretti in the, like, the first Four taps you have. Like, yeah. like, we have like a set of taps and we have those, and yeah. then in the back we have Carlsberg and Hoppus because it's, they're not Heineken products, yeah, yeah, yeah. they're not paying the yeah. money. Do you know? Oh, yeah. 
Do you know what I hate? It's those fucking pump yokes in. Those pump fucking. Oh, jeez, yeah. Pump pulls. Pump pulls. There must be some pain for the bar. Bar man. There must have some arms on it. Yeah. You know what? You know, do you ever in the UK when, it, when you. When they yeah. pull a point, yeah. you have to go like. No. <laughs> be, um, what's what's your like, man, the comedian? Adam Murray, is it? Adam yeah. Murray, yeah. yeah. Back in the fucking. Two points of lager and a packet of crisps. Yeah. yeah. Terrible. I'm, yeah. I'm going to segue a bit. I'm going to ask a random, a random question to Saul here, right? Yeah, Wait, try January. I won't, I won't be an alcohol later on, a food one. Mm. Right, Ali, I'll go to you first. Is there any food you haven't eaten that you'd love to try? If you could be offered it up here now for uh, try January. I'd say, uh, maybe, like, I've obviously eaten them before, but I'd like to put maybe mushrooms into more of my dinners during the week. I'd usually fucking find the mushroom out and flick it away to the side, so mm. it's like, you know, in a steak sandwich now, lovely, but if it was in a bolognese, I'd try and Snake it out. sniff them out Gym and it. get rid of them. Mm. Yeah, I would. So it's, it's like it's something like that. I was going to say, is that a texture thing? Cause I think so. Yeah, it's texture like, like I, Yeah, yeah, like, I'm not, I, like they're great in food, and I think they really do add stuff, so I'd like to. Great source of it would be. Yeah. Mm. So that's only just a small thing that I'd kind of like to. Yeah, do you want to try more mushrooms? You, you basically. All right, in all the sorts yeah. and So you be once more the truffles. Yeah. Uh, Tommy. Yeah, I do like. Uh, I do mean, no, like I, I'd actually eat anything. Like, you yeah. know, like uh, I, I, I don't say no to it. <laughs> Even if it's bad for me or out of date we, or anything. We were, um, when we were over in Japan there for World Cup, Tommy got um, very into skewers, like chicken skewers. But um, he used to be buying them like from the, not the most reputable places. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I got chicken cartilage one night. In a skewer. <laughs> oh, yeah, chicken no, cartilage. Yeah, yeah. cartilage. Oh, I was chewy and oh, oh I and you knew like you were buying it as well. Yeah, yeah, like, it, I it, was, it was labelled like <laughs> chicken. Told me once. <laughs> 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 the fucking Japanese boy, they yeah. get you. I, 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 I fried a uh, eel. Oh yeah. Tempura. yeah, that was that was wicked. That was rotten. Uh, but uh, I don't say that was a bad texture, no? Yeah, yeah, it was six a dog. Like a slippery mushroom yeah. on steroids. Uh, I don't know. I'd like to maybe try more, or maybe this year. Is in. I I went off meat, but now I'm, I love meat again. Yeah, so yeah. maybe like I'm gonna try game more, like like yeah. duck and. Oh, yeah. yeah, I'd like to. That's a good answer, yeah. yeah. The person supposedly, when done properly, is like. Yeah. Only the best meats, like a bit of pigeon. You like, catch a pigeon, pigeon on my way home. Yeah. <laughs> 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 like, the new, like the fucking drones. Yeah, yeah. right. Get a net or something. practice. Yeah. She'll surely get a pigeon delivered by your man with the drone business. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Owen, what's your record? Um, I think I'd like to go and go, like, try some, like, seafood that I haven't uh, yeah.
Well, like, do you know what the, the stuff that you'll see come across on menus? Yeah. Like, I, I've, uh, like Actually, when we were in Japan, I would have loved to find that um, unagi, is it? The, the, you know, it's the, the Homer Simpson fish. Yeah, yeah, the death fish, yeah, yeah. So like you know, it's that one. If you've ever seen that episode of The Simpsons, where because uh, it's cooked his, his face is on the the. If it's not cooked properly. His face properly, on the fucking washing machine cart. No, 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 that's a different episode. That's when he goes to Japan. This is uh, they go to a, go to a, <laughs> yeah, so go to a sushi sushi restaurant, <laughs> and uh, Homer's like they, he falls in love with this restaurant. Yeah. He goes back every every night, and he's like, Ooh, what haven't I tried yet? And then, unagi. Like, then the last one is like this unagi, and it's. Uh, Basically, it's like this. Dead, it's a blow. It's, it's a blowfish, like, but it's poisonous. And then, like, you know, they have like there's a, it's like a diagram in The Simpsons where, like, you know, fucking nine tenths of the thing are like poisonous, and there's like one sliver that one like. So it has to be like an egg, it has to be prepared by an expert chef. Like, yeah. You know? Your so, man is sweating, uh, cutting it up. And yeah, yeah. Like. Well, they were serving it in Japan, weren't they? But uh, only certain. It's only certain. certain right? Yeah, I think it was like. I think for a chef to cook it, you have to do a course and everything like that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. people die every year. Fuck. Uh, There's a. Um, so you're in? Yeah. You lost the balls and fucked yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 There's a. There's water buffalo steaks now you can buy in Arkin stores. What? Yeah, wow. I've never eaten water. So I'm, I'm actually. I keep saying to myself, you need to try these. Mm. Uh, so I must do. But I think with the whole plant based. Like move that's happening more like as well. There's a good. Uh, there's a lot of like plant-based foods that I just have never tried, never thought of trying. So I'd love to try some of those dishes just to see like see what they're like. Uh, but I've no interest in any of this corn shit. Oh, that's, oh, why like, would you have like a, why would you have a meat substitute? Like, you know what? Like I don't but, get but, why but, you... but I think as well like there's so many like protein sources that you can get like chickpeas, yeah. lentils, and all this kind of crack like that you can. Get adequate protein in your diet without. Yeah, the, other, the other thing as well is, uh, if you ever look on the back of a packet of it, like, do you oh, know? Shite, do, but, yeah. but do you know yeah, they look yeah. at like chemical hazard warnings? Mm. Like, if 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 toxic to skin. If a doctor came, <laughs> if a doctor came to you with a syringe and it had those la- warning labels on them, yeah. and he was like, "This will only prick for a second. Like, you'd be like, "Fuck off, let me out of here." Do you know? But I'd love to try. I'd love to try some more plants as well. That Actually, I have, I have a recommendation, right? So I hate I hate tofu. I think it's fucking tasteless and don't like it. Right? <coughs> there's a tofu derivative that's called tempeh, and uh, it's like big in Indonesia. But they sell it in like I think Tesco or something now. It's like I can't remember what the brand is called, but uh, tempeh, T-E-M-P-E-H, and it's like this kind of like crunchy tofu. Like, but it's like real. It's real like crunchy, and you can like just fry it and like put it in, and it's fucking so good. So that is my recommendation for this week. And of course, you can never eat enough aloumi. No, oh, oh aloumi, fucking yeah, aloumi. Top notch. And um, so we're kind of running low on points there now, so we'll take a we we'll take a, a quick little break. Quick little break. And top off. Right. You might hear a word from a sponsor. Competitive game. Really, awesome. so what are the, how does squash work in terms of the scoring? So it's uh, first to twenty-one. You have to win by two, 
that you can only score if you have serve. So basically, you have to win serve back, like to right. to be able to score a point. Yeah. So say like it could be like you, you could have about like six or seven points go and still be the same score because you're just after swapping serves. Like Jesus. yeah, like the games are That's seriously our tough. Our, our, our first, really tough. first game we played today was four one for about ten minutes straight. Yeah. I'd say. Just can't, just can't lose a serve, like. Um, and you yeah. can't lose a point on your first serve. Uh, when you're on serve, you can't lose a point. If yeah, you and, like, and how does the serve alternate? Oh no! Like if you no, no like you have serve. Once you win serve, you're you, on serve until you lose the point, and then the other person doesn't gain a point, but they gain serve, and then yeah. they can win points. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Like if you take a serve, we don't play a second serves. Like so, if you take a serve and it's out. You're basically serve, yeah. abdicate serve. Abdicate? I watched the crown a few weeks ago. Know your enemy. Keep your friends close, man. Really close. Uh, but yeah, okay, so actually really enjoyed. Like We were playing very, very casually. Go uh, one. It's 2-1. 2-1. 2-1. Although I, I probably hit the better shots. Oh yeah. Darren, Darren was playing on one moment. Like, but, yeah. uh, <laughs> uh, that's, that's how you want That's the most competitive we've been all day. Like, during the actual game we were fine with each other. Yeah. Um, Apart from when you decapitated me with the ball. <laughs> oh yeah, you just wiped the fucking neck. <laughs> Got right in the fucking neck. I'd wake up in the morning with a fucking hickey. From a squash yeah. ball, actually, you could feel it. To Neve, Neve, if yeah. we were playing squash, it was a game of squash. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. fucking, uh, like we were playing, let's say for about an hour and a half. Like, just like we took, we, t- we took a break after each game. Because you'd fucking want it. So yeah, it's about half, it was about half an hour a game, and then uh, like took, so I took a break or whatever for I don't know five, five minutes between each, each and a bit of rehydration. But I fucking Stormophilia before Stormophilia was last time we played yeah um, but I get a good I get a good feeling when I play five side but I got a really really good feeling there today like it's just fucking you're just sprinting like it's all kind of short bursts of sprinting like you know because like ball is just fucking flying around the place and like you're like smashing at the walls and smashing off the glass and like you know stretching and sliding like there's loads of movement and I know I just really liked it but I think as well, like even even when you play five side, like we play five side, it's it's ma- it's like either six aside on a fairly small pitch, mm. or it's like fucking eight aside or nine aside on a bigger pitch. Yeah. And I find as well with the squash, like you're constantly involved. Yeah. Or yeah, sometimes yeah. with five side, you could, like if you've gone goal and five aside in ten minutes, like it's fucking snoo central. Yeah. Yeah. Or sometimes you could go a five six minute period in the game five side not touching the ball. Yeah. 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 You know. Especially, and then like if the teams are unbalanced and things like that, like it can be anyway. But anyway, this is kind of we're kind of veering off topic here, we're kind of staying on topic. But we we're saying, or we were talking earlier on, we we're saying um, how like my attitude anyway has definitely moved to these kind of like more casual sports, and I think like I definitely would kind of get more involved in these casual sports. I, I, I think I enjoy them more. But we're saying like, what are the pros and cons really of competitive? team-based or individual like you know these are really competitive um, sports versus like these kind of casual ones so I'll go to you first DJ there I'd like to get the lads take on this because like my remark to you earlier was I found 
underage or playing with your mates in school and stuff in a team and it's all together but it's all your pals as well like you know and then once you people drop off at different ages and if you make the transition into adult sport whether it's with a hurling team a football team a soccer team whatever it is if you're part of a team sport you're mixed in with people then that like yeah you'll know because they've been around the club or whatever so you'll half know but you don't have that bond or connection with them that you have with your mates because they're that the you, same age like you yeah. know this age group the whole yeah. way up but you're literally like you're going to school in the morning and you might be playing the same sport in school with the lads yeah. and then you're going training with them at the club and going playing matches and going off to play blitzes at a weekend together you're getting fucking you're going on a bus singing, having a sing song together so you're, you're really like you're with all your buddies and then all of a sudden you're you turn 18, 19 and you're going off to play a match two hours away and you have to drive to it with one other person in the car you come into a dressing room with lads 10, 15 years older than you yeah. and it's really hard to I find it's hard to connect with them and then they'd be like oh I played with your father or you know, <laughs> yeah. I'm not your, your uncle like, yeah. you're kind of like what the fuck am I doing, doing here yeah, like, yeah. and like they're talking to you about their kids while they like try their balls like in your face <laughs> your face and you're like fucking looking to go off and go out for the night you know I, I just think yeah. with team sports the transition from being a juvenile player to an adult player is really difficult life it's huge it's massive and whereas like you still tend to play five a side with your mates mm. or like squash yeah. you go play a game of squash with your buddies like yeah. or tennis or whatever your fucking whatever your tonic is like yeah uh, weeks. Yeah, no. I was, I, I was what do you reckon, Lance? Well, I know, like, going from minor to junior intermediate. Sure, what, 21? I'm 21 now, yeah. but, like, definitely. So you're going in, you're done that. Yeah, basically. so definitely when I went from minor at 18 to playing junior and on intermediate panels, like, and playing junior early, yeah. and, like, Paul Powerson playing, and he won a Munster Club with my uncle, and he's going, come here now, myself and your uncle had this kind of understanding where he, you know, like, when I go, like, Fuck, like he's like he's forty two yeah. or three, like this fella is, is old. Different generation, like. completely different. Yeah. And like some of these lads like you know, like what a fucking went out and played with him and they all I'm fucking playing with some fossils here basically. Like, you know, <laughs> fuck you know, I am sure like, a pod This is how it feels yeah. like, I look at my uncle and like, he's youthful, but at the same time if he runs for too long he fucking keels over. Yeah. You know? And and these lads are here running and they're you know they're they're still they still have all the technical hurling but the, they just can't yeah. do the, the running necessary. Yeah. And like I'm the fucking new nippy fella coming in corner forward and playing against cornerbacks and all they know is Fucking cut the legs off. Cut the legs off. If, if he, he, he won't run around you the next time if you yeah. hit him. Like, yeah. And like this is what they live by. And you know, I, I actually I, I talked to my uncle at the time. I was like, Jesus, what do you think of Mossy? And he goes, Fucking stay away from him, really, Jesus. You, you, you won't play again if you keep marking him. That's not even a threat. It's just it's it's, yeah. it's just like it's a fact, shit, you know. But uh, yeah. As you said, moving from that age and then like, you know, like you're not like some of like obviously people on my team went straight to senior and were on the panel and were coming on in league games. Yeah. You can only be happy for them because they weren't the best hurlers we had. But then, you know, some went to intermediate and got their game, and some didn't, and some went to yeah. junior, and that was that. And then you see like again, there was like lads that when I was in junior infants were my like buddies in sixth class. 
like in like Gary Bambrick, shout out to him, was fucking like one of the lads on the junior team who thankfully was the, one of the, like one of the people that came over and was like, geez, I remember you when you were a little pup, yeah. basically, when you were four or five years old. I'll take you here now and we'll just we'll have like, you know, I'll get you through it and but this is the lad, you know, these are the lads whatever. But again if I did don't I think if I didn't have Bambi at the time, yeah. It would have been it's a that totally transition, different scenario. Yeah. Going into a dressing room with, with men like I'm yeah. at eighteen you're still a child, you're still learning about everything. Yeah. And then you go into men and they're thirty yeah. to forty five and you know yeah. and in rural clubs they can be even older than that jump. So do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. like like it's just it's a huge transition from juvenile hurling. Mm. Even though at eighteen you think you're probably fucking you do think you know yeah. everything and then you're coming up against lads that have monster club medals and six or seven county medals and you're kinda of going like I'm gonna fucking do this well and yeah. you don't get a ball off. Because yeah. you know? yeah. I, I totally agree because I think from being from being say from a child all the way upwards, you're doing it to fit in with the lads. And yeah. by the time you actually fit in and you are one of the lads, then you move to playing exactly. in junior yeah, B. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Mossy's taking a leg off. He is, yeah. <laughs> no, it's, you know, like, and you both don't like Mossy. No, jeez. I don't want to meet Mossy. Like, <laughs> no, I don't think you would like to meet Mossy. You do, yeah. Um, well, like, this is probably a different topic altogether. Well, like, as in, it's a topic in its own, but that's why so many people, I think, in terms of lads are getting, well, one, that they're leaving, that they're stopped playing gas yeah. so, yeah. Yeah. so early. I know some is obviously the training, but yeah. they're, that they're not fitting in, there's, you know, it's, I think there's a lot to do with that. Not getting the dressing room. Yeah. Yeah. Just, yeah. Not being able to like no have the crack. Yeah. It's true, but it's the truth though. Like, yeah, you know, no, you do it if you're not having. Do you know what I mean? Like, like, yeah. like and even, junior hurling in yeah. the club particularly is very much about playing a bit of hurling and being with. The there's lads. a big the lads. There's a, yeah, there's a big dropout you know, rate in, in male sports, team sports. I'd say like 18, 19. Yeah. And then like for girls, it's like fucking three or four years younger. Like, it's sixteen, yeah. I think, is is generally the dropout age. Yeah. Sixteen, there's a massive dropout. Total yeah. interest in. Yeah, you know what? Yeah, it's it's actually it's, it's shit. Really, yeah. it's just shit. I suppose with, with girls as well, it's probably a, a much larger domino effect as well because mm-hmm. like as soon as two or three leave, yeah, then yeah. fucking everyone grew like, yeah. Everyone yeah. else yeah. Might, might as well leave as well. Like, like I know Waterpark girls had like a team there for like two years and they went all the way to the Munster final and mm-hmm. lost and then oh, that was under sixteen, maybe or seventeen, and then like two or three of their top players left, and all of a sudden they're kind of going like. Sure, without them yeah. fucking driving us on. When you think about it, like it makes you appreciate fucking elite sports people who've like travelled to a different country. Absolutely, they've yeah. done their own and stuff. Yeah, yeah. To, different to language, yeah. everything. Like you know. Well, yeah. you take like there's this fellow uh, Louis Barry's name, and he's uh, played for West Brom up until he was 15, and Barcelona signed him, and he went across and like one of the best footballers in uh, La Masia, like serious everything. But because he just couldn't get he's to Villa, though, isn't he? He's, yeah. he's gone back to Aston Villa because yeah. when he went over, he just it's cult, complete culture change. Right? Totally, yeah. like, like at fifteen or sixteen, you couldn't imagine moving abroad on like pretty much on your own and like you're training, you're, you're playing football, something you love every day. But at the same time, he doesn't have Spanish, mm. you know. And the lads he's playing with are all, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. <laughs> like eighty percent of his team, eighty percent of his team are speaking Spanish, and he's there like this mm. fucking West Bromwich <laughs> Albion fucking player, like. You know? So he he's after coming back because he just couldn't. Yeah. 
And, and I, I feel sorry for him because supposedly now he's, he's happier though, is he? he is happier, but yeah. at the same time, like you want everyone to have the chance to play for Barcelona. Like it's you yeah. couldn't. You could like you might sure he's that good. He will. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but apparently, unbelievable <coughs> footballer in every aspect. Yeah. Like just technically and his except his, in Spanish. Except in Spanish, yeah. yeah. His his ability in Spanish is poor. Poor, poor. Yeah. But you know, just couldn't get the click of Spanish people or. They should key, uh, You know what I mean. They should try and incorporate that into FIFA and the PlayStation, like fucking capacity to learn a language or something. Or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the idea, I mean, I, I think that's probably why you find, like, say, Tommy Owen, myself, are turning 30 this year. And that's probably why at our age you get this massive drive back towards, like, squash and five-a-side. You have massive push back to that stuff. It's, it's, it's probably part as well, like, say, Tommy, like, you moved abroad for a couple of years yeah. and stuff like that. So like your core base of mates will like spread out all over the world. And it's when people start filtering back towards home for various reasons yeah. or whatever, then there's probably like that kind of thing of I'll go play with my mates again. Mm. Like fuck this going training three nights a week with a bunch of lads who, you know, I don't know that well or whatever. And then you've got this like I can just fucking go it's play five side like buddies. Yeah, and then like 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 we did like you know right you're not drinking tonight because you're driving but say like go oh, for a game of squash and go for a pint and a chat and a ketchup afterwards like I think there's a, an awful lot of uh, sport is really good for your mental health but yeah. part of the socialising and, and having a connection with the person you're playing with as well yeah uh, like I think you can't fucking there's, camp no, with there's nothing better than value on that like going training like and like doing yeah. preseason right and I say it's, it's probably the worst time of fucking time of the year for a lot of athletes yeah. playing hurling football soccer whatever it is you're doing like it's a horrible time of the year you're here and it's fucking shitty windy nights and mm-hmm. wet and it's cold then you look around and you see like well like DJ like you're doing the same effort you're, you're putting in the yeah. effort even though you're 8 years older than me you're there and you're fucking like you want it as much as I do and then I'm looking at you and you're the same and you're the same like there's that factor too when yeah, you're building that, when you're building this like that'll never build a relationship as strong as going through puberty no, at the same time. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> so that's why you're your child. I agree with you. I agree with you. <coughs> like there's what like a year or two of play junior. Like you're play, you're you're training yeah. with the Mossies mm-hmm. and they're far older than I am. But at the same time, they're that's doing the it because the they're working hard. They want to fucking like. <coughs> there's they're still they're they're trying to build the core within that team yeah. even though we're probably we're definitely not the best junior team in the world you're going to get Massey on this podcast I mean I'll ring him yeah no, more stories be glassed by the end of the yeah. you'd be glassed by the end of the intro yeah. 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 I, I think as well though like well, another factor is and it's along the same lines as well is that and like as you were saying when you're growing up and you have the same young lads and you know you were saying that uh, you're, you know, you're going training with them, then you're meeting the boys in school as well. You're going off on field trips, so there's also that kind of external socialising yeah. outside the team. Whereas I find like a lot of like team-based sports, like we had even our five-a-side team, right? Yeah. Had that. I think that five-a-side team has been going for 13 years, and their first night out was last Monday week. Like, and like you know, uh, and like you know, there's I, I think there's definitely should be something. To, said for it because like we had a great night that night with it and like you know like there should be more of that like socializing outside of it that like well definitely for more yeah actual official team-based sports like you I know suppose a lot of, a lot of them lads the are like fucking like, you know? late 30s early 40s as well have young kids and stuff so it's hard to justify to the missus like 
I know, yeah. ball and then hit points yeah. afterwards. I know, but like even say, so let's let's take say fucking Bally Gunner Hurd or whatever, right? There's definitely going to be like a group of young lads who don't have those commitments, right? Yeah. And who could go out after every. The biggest problem with Ballygon Hurling and every other hurling and football club in the country though is the fucking drink culture in GA where yeah, like, yeah. it's like drink banned for six months and then everyone goes off and it's binge, fucking binge, wired. For two yeah. or three weeks. Like, yeah. 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 That's, then, that's a separate fucking topic. I'll get the, the relationship off, with alcohol in GA is fucking chronically yeah, bad. Yeah. Like people go off then fucking travelling or go off because they're just fucking sick of that culture. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say the amount of people that have gone travelling the last like two, three years yeah. senior panel in Ballyhoe yeah. like, because yeah. they just they Sick literally them. need to For fucking sure. get out of yeah. water I think they were saying uh, Ballygunner and go to fucking Thailand or the yeah. Philippines I, Vietnam I, and like just I read, a, sick of them. I, read an, like, I read an article this week that said that this winter has been the highest dropout rate for senior county footballers yeah. it's a good article if anyone wants to read it and off the ball they broke down every county mm. well, yeah. reasons why and everything for real crazy yeah that was the biggest reason for Waterford's heaps I think Waterford's one of the highest oh really yeah just last one traveling like whether he actually wanted it enough Anyway, lads, you know the crack anyway. Uh, we've got a Patreon page if you're willing to give us the price of a cup of coffee or a pint. You want the www.patreon.com forward slash snowcast and uh, social medias Facebook, Instagram, Twitter yeah. at snowcast and all them. You know where to find us. Engage. We're a bit quiet over Christmas, but you're up. Back. Back, back with a bang. Mochi, black and tan. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, wait, yeah. <laughs> fucking wait till you hear Tommy Kyrie on the Snowcast again, January 2021. <laughs> <laughs> Get the legal team ready. <laughs> yeah. Chucky or not? Like, look, boy. Stay with yourselves. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods, for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.